Hey, what's up, podcast? This is Matt Shalava, and you're listening to the Road to Freedom Pod. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Matt Shalava. And it's Sunday. It is a beautiful day in Western PA right now. It's about 80 degrees, which has been long, long awaited for us because I think a couple weeks ago it was snowing. So it's been it's been kind of a long winter, spring kind of uh, months out here. So it's been good to kind of get into summer mode and see people start to come outside a little bit more, uh, see some garage sales start to pick up, and just get ready for uh, these summer months and hopefully put some of the the rough times that have been going on behind us. So it's really something I've been looking forward to for a while now. Um, it's obviously going to hurt some of the different resale markets that have popped up during the springtime that we've just been in, but at the same time, I'm just looking forward to being able to go outside and kind of live a bit, little bit more. Things are starting to open back up in PA and that's always good news. I'm, I'm excited to be able to get back out, go to a restaurant, go shopping, go do some RA finds and stuff like that. Just be able to get out of the house and not have to feel like I'm stuck inside or like everybody's really, really in a, a tough spot. So hopefully things can pick back up over the summer and, and we can get back to somewhat of a normalcy. So I've just just been enjoying that a little bit today. But yesterday I was I was on my way to hang out with my girlfriend when I was doing my podcast. When I got up there, she was a little bit busy, so I was kind of chilling for a couple minutes. And I started looking through my phone at some of my old pictures. I was looking through Google Photos, which I use a lot to store all of my photos on my phone. It's really good because I take all my photos for my reselling business with my phone. And so for me, it's good to have all my photos backed up because anytime I want to list something or something that I've already deleted the photos on my phone, they're all right there. I can access them on my computer or my phone or an iPad or anywhere that you have Google Photos logged in, you can access them there. So I use that a lot. And I was going back through and looking, you know, what was I buying during 2019 around the time that we are in right now? You know, May, the end of May, beginning of June, what was I doing then? And it's funny because that was when I was looking for a job. I had been, I had had a job lined up and then I had been kind of nixed from that. They ended up putting out a hiring freeze. So I didn't get to go in and start a job with that company. So I was in this weird transition period where I didn't know what I was going to do after school and what kind of job I was going to have. And so I was looking for a job, but I was also doing a lot of reselling. And I will never forget this one woman who I'd passed by her house on the way to my girlfriend's house, she was selling basically everything that she could because she was moving from PA down to Florida. So I had stopped by and she had tables and and just bins of stuff out in her yard. And I stopped by and I picked up probably 30 to 40 stuffed plush Eeyores from Winnie the Pooh. And it turned out that the lady was a collector of Eeyore. She for some reason really liked Eeyore. I think he's kind of a depressing character, but she was really, really into him. So she had a ton of stuffed animals of him. And Disney stuff sells really well because people love Disney. There are Disney fanatics. There are whole social media accounts dedicated to Disney and Disney fandom. And all of these, just there's so much built in with Disney because it's such a large brand that people really go crazy for it. So I ended up picking up all these Eeyores for like four bucks. And I remember taking them home and I 
people would have thought I was nuts. You come into the garage and there's Eeyores everywhere. And, you know, if you stop in my house, you're wondering what the heck's going on here. But I ended up making a lot of money off of those stuffed Eeyores. I think I sold a bunch of them for 10, 15, $20 profit. I made roughly 200 bucks just off the Eeyores alone. And so for me, that was just funny looking back and seeing what was I doing then? What was what was going through my head and remembering kind of the the what am I doing here kind of a thing. You know, not spending a lot of money, but just grabbing so many stuffed animals. It was more of a, a purchase that I hadn't made at that large of a purchase yet. Just because a lot of the stuff I was doing was thrift store finds. The summer hadn't really opened up yet in 2019. And it really wasn't ready to go do garage sales for uh, the summer in PA. But now looking back at what I was doing then, it's just funny to see how things have progressed to where they are now, where I'm doing a lot more retail and online arbitrage finds. And I haven't really even been to a garage sale yet, which was completely different than last year where I'd been trying to get to garage sales, anyone that I could find as soon as they started to open up. But just looking at that, it's been really fun to see stuff that I was doing last year and see what I'm doing this year. And then I'm sure next year will be just as interesting to see where things have progressed from now until then. So I'm looking forward to that. But right now I'm just kind of enjoying how things have been going and the different finds that I've been able to do. Thinking about that though, thinking about what I've been doing with my reselling business, I think a lot of people get hung up on getting started. And getting started is one of the most difficult things to do with any sort of business, any sort of ambition, any sort of thing that you wanna do. Getting started is, is very difficult because you don't really know what lies ahead. You don't really know what you're gonna find yourself doing. You don't know what you're going to be doing because you're pretty green. You don't know what you don't know what you don't know. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where getting started for a lot of people takes a, a leap of faith into what they see on social media, what they see on uh, different Instagram and different TikTok posts and different podcasts, what they hear, what they see on YouTube. You know, if you follow resells or you follow side hustle pros or all these people that do reselling full time and they have very, very good YouTube content, it's very easy to watch them go out and do a large thrifting haul or a large retail arbitrage haul or a large shoe haul from Marshalls or Ross or the outlets and think, wow, that's incredible, but is it real? And I can assure you that it is real because I've done this kind of stuff and it's something that I didn't believe in at first, but getting started is something that's super difficult for a lot of people. And one of the things that you find is that getting started is difficult because people don't know what they need and what they don't need. And for me, it was one of those things where I like to research a lot before I get started. And that's been a hindrance to me in some cases and a blessing in others because I usually know very, very well what I'm doing or what I'm getting myself into whenever I start it because I do a lot of research on it. I haven't even started Amazon FBA yet. I don't, I've never sent in a shipment to FBA. I only do FBM because I haven't done a whole lot of retail arbitrage before and I'm starting to get into that now, but I just haven't sent in a shipment yet. A lot of stuff has been blocked off because of the coronavirus. They're not taking a lot, or at least at the beginning, they weren't taking a lot of non-essential shipments, but now they're getting back into that. And I'm starting to think a little bit more about what it would look like to do some FBA, not a ton, because what I see is a lot of people work their tails off for FBA and they're making the same amounts as that they're making on eBay for for the same amount of work. If you're putting 18 hours into FBA, you're probably making the same you would make in 12 hours of work on eBay. It's just that the money comes faster with Amazon because there's so many people using it. And so 
it's one of those things where I'm trying to figure out what would fit me best, what would be the best use of my time. But I know a ton about FBA because I've watched so much content on it. I've listened to tons of podcasts. I'm just very, very thorough in, in making sure I try to understand things before. The problem is I've never sent in an FBA shipment. So somebody who has sent one in and gone through that probably knows a lot more than I do, even though I've listened to a ton of content. So it really depends on whether or not you're willing to put yourself out there and start something new. And that's one of the things that can hold you back from getting started. But looking at what people don't know, people oftentimes see somebody out doing a lot of research and they think, or, or they're out buying and they think I need a lot of capital or I need to have a nice camera to take photos or I need to have a scanner to scan books or I need to have this, that or the other thing. And really what I want to talk to you about is what you actually need to get started and what you can get later after you've been built up with, after you've kind of built up some capital and have a small business going. So if you're starting out and you've never sold anything on eBay, never sold anything on Amazon before, all you need is the bare, the bare bones of what you need would be a camera, like a, a very cheap, cheap, like $20 camera, and then a computer. But really, most of us don't have that. Most of us have smartphones. So what you really need is a smartphone. You can get started on an eBay business, on an Amazon business with just your smartphone. All you need to do is make an eBay account, make an Amazon account, get approved by Amazon, and then you can start going into a store using the Amazon app and scanning different barcodes, or you can go into different thrift stores, garage sales, even retail arbitrage stores, and look up what items are selling for on eBay using the completed sold items filter on the search results. And doing that, you can find out what items are selling for. So you have all that you need to do listings on eBay. You can look up what the item's selling for. You can get a general idea of what the market is for the item. You can use your phone. There are tons of apps and websites out there for calculating eBay sale fees and what you will make. And the resale calculator is an iOS app. I'm not sure if it's on Android, but if you go in the app store, it's free. It's a green app with, I think, a money sign in the middle of it. I used it a lot when I first started out, but it basically tells you what you will be able to sell an item for, what you're per you put in your purchase price, you put in the sale price, you put in the shipping costs, and it'll calculate what the total amount your profit will be after everything is said and done, the net profit on an item after you've sold it on eBay or after you've sold it on StockX or Mercari or maybe you sell tickets and so maybe it'll calculate what you would get your payout would be on Ticketmaster. Um, there are just so many different things that it's good for. It's a very, very good app. Another thing you can do is look up the sold, what you would, there's a, an app or a website called finalfeecalc.com and F-I-N-A-L-F-E-E-C-A-L-C.com and they are very good for eBay calculations and telling you what your final payout will be. And they have different things for what, what the category is of the item because some items have different percentages they take out for different categories, but that's another very good app. So you have the capability, capability to see what the sale price is or what you can expect it to be on your item, what your buy cost will be, you can see that in the store, and then you can calculate what you will actually make off of that item using one of these apps um, that I just told you about. You can then take pictures with your phone. So your phone is a huge tool in this whole business. You take the photos that you're going to list it on eBay with with your phone, and then you have them all stored there, and you can go in the eBay app and, and find a similar listing to what you have that is sold at a high price, 
and hit sell similar on that listing. It'll generate a listing for you. It'll create a, a listing for you on eBay. You can upload the photos from your phone and make a listing. Now, if you're doing Amazon, all you need to do is, I think when you click on the item, you can click sell this item or or something like that. And, and it basically generates a listing for you. It takes the listing that's already there and then you get put as a seller onto that listing. And you can put your price, you can put what the condition of the item is in, you can put what your shipping costs will be and a small description of your item. And so your phone now gives you the ability to sell on eBay, on Amazon. Mercari is the same thing. You take the photos, you list them on there. Poshmark, same deal. Make the listings on there. And so you can run an eBay, an Amazon, a Mercari, a Poshmark, a StockX, Grailed, Goat, all of these platforms you can run off of your phone and start a business just using your phone. And then if you need to print shipping labels, you can generate the shipping label on your phone. And the other thing you may want to invest in is a printer. Now, if you're just starting out, you may just want to use a regular printer or if you're at work, if you have a work computer and you have a printer at work you can maybe bring the labels in on a flash drive or you can upload them to like a google drive and then download them from there and print them out at work or you can print them out on a home printer you basically need a printer and a phone once you print out your labels you get some tape so you need some tape too you want packaging tape that is clear or I mean it can be colored but I typically use clear tape because you don't want to use like the priority mail tape that you would get for priority packages from the post office. You don't wanna use that on things that are not priority mail. So I use clear tape most of the time or the eBay tape that you can get from them, but you need to have tape to tape on the label and then to tape the box up. So that is really all that you need. You also need some boxes, but those can be found anywhere. When I first started reselling, I went into the the dumpster area behind our school and would just pick boxes out of there that fit what I needed and then I would take it into my room package the item up and send it out and that was a little bit gross but at the same time you can usually find a place where boxes are recycled and you can just grab boxes out of there whether that be a local store or a area where you work or, or any of these local businesses you can find boxes pretty easily because a lot of people order things they come in boxes and nobody wants them anymore so you can get boxes for free very very easily and cheaply that way so all you really need to start a business start your ebay business start your amazon business mercari poshmark any of these little reselling websites is your smartphone a printer and some tape and after that and some boxes after that you can find your items, you can sell them, you can print labels from your phone to your printer, you can do all these different things. It just takes a little bit of effort and a little bit of trust in the process that it works out for you and it will work. And so once you start that, you can look into getting things down the road to help your business. And a lot of people don't really know about these, but there are things to make your business easier. So if you're doing books, a huge help for you would be investing in a book scanner. And there are a couple different scanners. There is one that is uh, KD Scan makes a really good scanner. And then um, I think it's a KD, KDC 200. There is a scanner, maybe it's like 2000, I don't know. You, I can make a separate podcast on that when I'm actually looking at what the scanner is called. But KDC makes a scanner, it's very, very good. Um, it is one of the best scanners that you can for that you can get for books. Well, what these scanners do is you can pair them with your smartphone using Bluetooth, and then you go into a store, and there are apps for your phone like um, that you can download, and you pay. 
I think it's like 20 bucks a month and it'll download a database of Amazon book listings and other Amazon listings to your phone and so rather than you scanning a book on your phone using the Amazon app and it connecting to the LTE that it that it looks up the actual price of it it connects to that and then it pings it and it comes back down to you and you get the data and that takes like four seconds five seconds a book sometimes more sometimes you can't even do that because you're in some area where there's not good cell service so you can't even find out what the book is worth instead of doing all that it stores a database on your phone which takes up a little bit of your phone storage but then your bluetooth scanner connects with that app and connects with your phone and you scan the books and immediately in like i think a quarter of a second it returns what the actual it returns what the resale price of that book is. You're just scanning the barcodes of the book with the scanner. It's a barcode scanner that you can get for your phone and it saves you a tremendous amount of time. If you're at a book sale or you're trying to go through a thrift store, you can go through a, a ton of books in like 10, 15 minutes. That would take you you know, 30 minutes, a half hour, um, an hour to do just because there's, there's so much, it takes so much longer to do it on your phone. So, that is something that you can reinvest into if you are doing a a book business and you end up making some money enough to pick up a new scanner. Now there's another scanner called EYOYO. That is the brand. They have a much cheaper scanner. It's much bigger, it's much bulkier, but it gets the job done just as well. And that would be, I think it's only like 30, 40 bucks. So it's a much better investment for you if you are just starting out and you have a little bit of capital you can put aside to it but you really want to jump your business off and get it going right off the run you can invest in that eoyo scanner and then a lot of people what they do is they get some velcro like a command strip that is one of the velcro ones and puts they put one on the back of their phone or their phone case they put the other one on the back of the scanner they attach it to the phone with the velcro and now you're holding it you're holding the phone you're holding the scanner all in one hand you click the button on the scanner it scans the book and you can immediately see on your phone what the resale price is. So it just saves you even more time doing that. Now other things you can invest in for your business, you can invest in things like a label printer. And that's the next thing that I really want to invest in. A label printer will save you a ton of time because what it'll do is it prints out labels on the sticky labels that you would find if you get like a, a FedEx package from Walmart or something, where they actually just print the label directly onto one of those square sticky labels and then slap it on the package and you're good to go it saves you time because you're not having to deal with cutting out labels and taping on labels and stuff and that may not seem like a lot to you right now it's just you know maybe you're only selling three four items a day it's not that much for you to do it but when you're selling i've had times where i'm selling 25 items i have to package and ship out and whenever i'm trying to ship them out and i'm trying to print the labels and then get them all stuck on there it can take me a half hour 40 minutes at some points because it's such a pain cutting the labels out taping them onto the packages and it's just it's it's a huge waste of time for me so printing out the labels on these little sticky labels slapping them on the packages just saves you that extra minute of trying to tape it on the package depending on how long it takes you and that kind of a thing so i'd encourage you to look into that if you start making a little bit more money and you want to invest into a label printer and there's a lot of brands there is dymo which makes a the 4xl label printer that one is fantastic it's like the gold standard and then rollo r-o-l-l-o -L -L -O, they make a thermal 
uh, printer that is a also a label printer and they do a fantastic job as well with their uh, label printers. They have a very, very good label printer. And then Zebra is like a step down from both of those companies, but they also have a very good line of label printers that you can do. And then Brother and all these regular kind of printer companies also have some label printers that you can look into as well. So I would suggest looking into that if you start to make yourself a little bit of money doing the reselling business that you start. Now, other things you can look into are individual label printers for Amazon. So when you're selling on Amazon, you have to make a barcode to sell on the Amazon listing. And you put the barcode on the actual package and you cover up the actual barcode of the item with this barcode that you send into Amazon. And so oftentimes people will print those on those little sheets that you would put on like a you would print addresses onto and stick on the top of an envelope with those little sticky labels but amazon like there's companies like dymo that make little printers for making labels on their label makers and you can print directly onto those and they're just easier to use a little bit quicker a little bit better quality of barcode labels that you can stick on a package so those are just a few things that you can reinvest into the other thing I would highly recommend you reinvesting into is the accounting side of your business and maybe even a CPA. If you're doing a lot of volume, you may want to look into getting a CPA to do your taxes. I'm not a tax expert by any means and I do not give tax advice. I would not take anything I say to heart, but a CPA is a tax expert and they will help you out. They will be able to tell you exactly what you're looking for. You do want to look for an inventory based CPA, one that knows how to do an inventory based business because that is a huge help for you. You're basically running an inventory based business. You're doing a reselling business because you're buying and selling items. And so for you, it may be beneficial to be able to look for someone who does that and kind of understands how an inventory based business works. So that would be a bit of advice for you when you're looking for one and then kind of going off of that with an offshoot looking into the accounting side of your business you can look at i think intuit has one with quickbooks and then godaddy has a their godaddy accounting side that links directly with ebay and amazon and paypal brings in all your transactions and then you just type in what the actual cost of the item was it brings up the sale price what it sold like what the what the sale price was what the fees were how much you made and all that kind of stuff you just put in what the cost of the item was and it tracks it all for you on there automatically each sale it it knows everything except what the the buy cost was the item so I would highly recommend you looking into that. I would, that would save you a lot of time with the accounting side of your business and can definitely make you a lot more efficient with keeping things in line with your business, helping keep things uh, with the accounting side tracked and that you can understand your numbers a lot quicker, not having to enter every sale in manually into an Excel spreadsheet or something like that. So those are just a few ways that you can, you can, go off of what you have started with your business you can take the smartphone that you started with start a business start making some money and then reinvest into it with some of these different tools some of these different software programs that can help you level up your business and hopefully take you to the next level so you're not spending as much time in the stupid little things of the business that you hate you can spend more time save yourself time with those sorts of things that you don't want to do and do more time and spend more time on the important things like sourcing items, looking for new things to resell, uh, doing things like talking to other people and learning about new, new different 
uh, ways of selling and new different platforms and stuff and doing the fun things of reselling. We don't want to be doing accounting. We don't want to be doing all this other stuff. Even though we have to do it, it's not typically the most fun part of a business. So I can encourage you to look into some of these things and hopefully save yourself some time, save yourself some effort and make yourself more money in the long run. So that being said, I'm going to go. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your Sunday and you have a good rest of the weekend and have a happy Memorial Day. I will talk with you tomorrow and I'll get you something new that you can hopefully apply to your business and make yourself a little bit more money. But for now, I'm going to go. You guys have a good one and I'll talk to you tomorrow. Peace.